Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. The most exciting, triumphant part of any Christmas pageant is the three wise men, dressed in golden flowing robes, processing slowly down the aisle, each carrying some sort of jewel-encrusted container which they present to the Christ child. And if the church wants to be extremely authentic, they might have a camel or two. I've been to one that had llamas, and my daughter's church once had a live elephant. Much can be left to the imagination with the wise men. The 12 verses we have about them in the Bible don't give a lot of detail. And we don't even know that there were just three, only that there were three types of gifts. They don't mention camels, or llamas, or elephants either, for that matter. And they don't say they were kings, but what we translate as wise men, and the word is magi. It doesn't say specifically where they were from, just from the east. Since the name Magus was the name used by the Babylonians, Medes, and Persians for their wise men, astrologers, and teachers, many scholars infer that they may have studied the prophecies of Daniel and other scrolls that he had brought to Babylon. One scroll in particular may have held the words of Numbers 24.17, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, a scepter shall rise out of Israel. One way or the other, these Gentiles, led by God as much as by the star, traveled to Jerusalem, then Bethlehem, not to pay homage to a new ruler, but to worship him. And the Bible says they did so with exceedingly great joy. The Christmas carol, We Three Kings, focuses on the gifts the wise men brought. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. All extremely expensive and highly symbolic gifts. Gold, of course, represented Jesus' kingship. The verse from Numbers obviously portrayed the Messiah as a king. And when the Magi asked about him in Jerusalem, they specifically said, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? He never ruled as king over the Jews, but as Matthew showed in his genealogy, Jesus had the right to be king through Joseph's line all the way back to King David. So gold made sense. As the song says, frankincense represents deity. Because this incense was used in the temple to worship God, it symbolized Jesus' role as priest even though he was not from the tribe of Levi. This fragrant perfume used in sacrifices foreshadowed Christ's ultimate sacrifice. Because frankincense was used in that day for its healing properties, many also think it was symbolic of Jesus' healing ministry. Actually, either one makes sense. Jesus healed people's bodies and souls. Ancient people used myrrh as an embalming spice, so it would have symbolized Jesus' suffering and death. Of course, we don't know what the wise men who brought these gifts were thinking. Did that third wise man really have in mind sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in a stone-cold tomb? Possibly, but we don't know that God revealed that to him when he brought the gift. Yet looking back, all three gifts were appropriate for who Jesus was, King and God and Sacrifice. 
and the Magi worshipped him. Surely there was much they didn't know, just like they themselves are shrouded in mystery for us. But the fact that these Gentiles traveled so far, gave so much, and worshipped, tells me that God really went out of his way to make this symbolism really stand out for us. Of course, these gifts are practical, too. Mary and Joseph would need these portable riches for their trip to Egypt and back. So, with them, the father of the baby, God, truly took care of his child. But these riches and the fact that the Magi were Gentiles foreshadowed all Jesus was going to do. Have you ever heard the saying, wise men still seek him? It's so true. We don't need to scan the sky every night, travel thousands of miles, or even buy expensive gifts to seek him or worship him. We just need our Bible and an open heart. I pray that you use both this Christmas. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.